You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Jesus Christ the Righteous is the title of this devotion. Jesus Christ the Righteous. Here in 1 John chapter 2, it says, My little children, in verse 1, These things are right to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the Righteous. You know, many years ago, and some of you may have heard me tell this story in the 90s, I was ministering far above Siberia in a place called Blagoveshensk. And in those days, you would fly from Blagoveshensk to Krasnyansk, and then from Krasnyansk to Moscow, and then from Moscow to London. It's a long, long distance. And, uh, and those old, old Russian airplanes, you know, and so forth. I love... I love preaching all over Russia and all over these different countries. And I was sitting in the airport in Moscow having to wait for some nine hours for my flight back to London after I traveled a long way. And I'm sitting there with my cup of tea and I was completely conscious of the Lord. Oh, I was in such a heavenly place. Just sitting there surrounded by thousands of people. I was completely unaware of anything but the Lord's presence. I was so happy. And like an elevator, I could feel myself becoming conscious of the world and the people and their dress and their feelings and expressions and everything. And and instantly I said, no, Lord, no, Lord, I'm not of this world. I'm not of this world. And like an elevator, I could feel myself go back up into the consciousness of the Lord, out of the consciousness of the world. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I'm upholding you with my own righteousness. Or as he would say in Isaiah 41, verse 10, Fear not, I am with you. Don't be dismayed, I'm Almighty God. I will help you, I will strengthen you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that upholding, I was being upheld in the consciousness of the Father by his righteousness. And you see, dear friends, We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. You see, he was declared the Son of God by the Spirit of holiness through the resurrection of the dead. And he was exalted to the right hand of the Father where he is seated on the mercy seat to reign and to manifest his perfect righteousness with the Father by bringing us into that perfect rest of perfect peace with God and the joy of His presence, which is better than life itself. And Jesus manifests in us His righteousness. And it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 29, So no mortal man <clears throat> should have pretense for glorying and boast in the presence of God. In other words, there's nothing about my human nature, about 
how wise I am, how influential, powerful, or how rich I am that would give me any place of righteousness with God. None. No. And that's what he's saying. No mortal flesh shall glory in his presence. It, it has greater depths in it for me that I can't go into right now. Then verse 30 of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. But it is from him, from the Father, that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom from God, revealed to us a knowledge of the divine plan of salvation previously hidden, manifesting itself as our righteousness, thus making us upright and putting us in right standing with God, and our consecration, making us pure and holy, and our redemption, providing our ransom from eternal penalty for sin. So then, as it is written, let him who boasts proudly rejoices in glories, boast and proudly rejoice in glory in the Lord. It is the Father who has put us in Christ, who's at his right hand, so that the wisdom of him perfectly knowing the Father is our source of understanding God. No one can know the Father except through the Son, nor can anyone know the Son except through the Father. Matthew 11, 27, 25 or so. And then in, in so many places, nobody has seen the Father at any time. The only begotten of the Father, Jesus Christ, has declared him, revealed him, brought him out to be seen. Uh, uh, John chapter 1, verse 18, and on and on and on. So Jesus, the Father's placed us in Christ, who has become unto us wisdom to also enjoy his righteousness with the Father, his sanctification, his set-apart holy life in the Father, and his redemption, his free, his purchase price that buys us free from the penalty of sin. I, I have absolutely no confidence in anything to buy me free from the penalty of sin but Jesus Christ alone. And he is sufficient for me. I'm not going to act like sin still can dominate and control me when Jesus has paid for my freedom. I'm not going to act like the price he paid was not sufficient. I believe. I choose to believe. I choose to believe. Now, Jesus Christ, the righteous, is what we are talking about. The Apostle Paul... <laughs> He says, when we're talking about no flesh or glory from verse 29 of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, the Apostle Paul says, listen, if any man could glory in what he is after the natural nature, well, I could too. I mean, I'm a Hebrew of the Hebrews. I'm of the tribe of Benjamin. I was born in the Pharisaical family who live up to the strictest code of the law. And according to that code, I was blameless before everybody. However, he says then in chapter 3, he says, however, uh, verse 7 of chapter 3 of Philippians, whatever former things I had that might have been gained to me then, I have come to consider as a combined loss for Christ's sake. 
Yes, furthermore, I count everything as a loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege and overwhelming preciousness and surpassing worth and supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and of progressively becoming more deeply, intimately acquainted with Him, of perceiving, recognizing, understanding Him more fully and clearly. For His sake, listen, I have lost everything and consider it all to be my rubbish refuge drags in order that I may gain Christ the anointed one and be found in him. He said, listen, my determined purpose is this in verse 10, that I may know him, that I may know him. He says that I may know through faith in him that perfect righteousness that he has with the Father that he now reveals in me. And if I can then take you for a moment to Galatians chapter 2, right? Listen to this. I love these thoughts. I know this can be a bit theological, this kind of teaching, but don't worry. You'll feel the life of it here. He says in verse 20 of Galatians 2, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live it, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in this body of flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God or by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Listen now, verse 21. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. You see, I will not set aside the grace of God to try to find this sense of perfect righteousness with God any other way. And I know, folks, this can get so complicated sometimes with our struggle in our unconscious, in our emotions, with our own heart, with the devil's accusations, with people's opinions of us. And and you can not anymore know how to find that freedom from guilt, from shame, from failure, and it can live as a stronghold inside of you. I had this so bad for so long because I didn't know Jesus Christ like I know him today. I didn't know Jesus Christ the righteous as I know him today, and I would struggle so bad with that horrific feeling that would come up in me that I wasn't good enough for God. That was my feeling. And every time I would act human or have my human failings or fall prey to some little stupid temptation in the way I thought or what I looked at or, or how I said things and oh, again, God, oh God, why pick me? Why pick me, Lord? I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just such a failure. Why did you choose me, Lord, when I'm such a failure, Lord, when I'm not good? Why do you pull on me to serve you when I feel not worthy, when I don't feel accepted, when I don't feel well pleasing? See, I didn't know what I'm teaching you today. But that whole struggle was part of the journey. You read about it in Romans 7. It's an important part of the journey because it brings you to the place where you know I have nothing of myself. I am what I am by the grace of God. I will not set aside the grace of God. I can't do it. I can't, I can't set. I have nothing apart from His grace. I have nothing. 
You say, oh, Pastor Robert, look, you have this, you have that. All of that is all grace and grace upon grace. Out of his fullness, I've received grace upon grace, favor upon favor, blessing upon blessing, and, and gifts heaped upon gifts, according to John 1.16. Friends, it's all mercy. I have utterly nothing to boast about. Not in how I preach, not in how I can read the scriptures. Now I can remember it probably. My dear, dear friend, Pastor Simonian from Armenia, a precious man of God, beautiful man of God, Pastor Simonian and his Arthur and his wife, Lucina Simonian. I love them deeply. I was preaching there and he said to Virginia afterwards, how is it possible Pastor Robert can remember all these scriptures that he just quotes? He said, probably because he doesn't remember anything else. <laughs> so, I mean, we're laughing, all of us, but but no, folks, it's nothing I can boast about. It's, not, it's nothing. Paul says, I would never dare think anything comes from myself, but it's Christ who makes me fit and worthy. And friends, the Lord Jesus Christ you want you, he wants you to know him as the righteous, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He wants you to know him as your righteousness. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.20 that he has become the righteousness of God unto us. He wants you to know him. He wants you to know him as your righteousness. My righteousness According to Isaiah 63, are like filthy rags. Filthy rags talks about the clothing of a leper, where the flesh putrefies with all of its uncleanness and rottenness. Outside it may look pretty, but inside it's full of the stink of the human dying nature. How can any man boast in himself? No, my friends, if any man boasts, let him boast in the Lord that he has made Christ unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. I tell you the truth, friends, we have nothing we can boast about but His grace and mercy alone. Here in Galatians chapter 6, verse 14. <laughs> God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but a new creation. I am a new creation, no more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. Remember that song? Friends, I want you to know and pursue this knowledge to know Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen. God bless you.